CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 40. Welcome to episode 40. We have now put back 40 episodes of 1% Better. Did you ever think that we were going to do that? I feel like I say this every like 20 and 30. We're like, when we got to 10, we're like, wow, we're 10 episodes into this and now we're 40 in. Okay, so I would say, is it bad that we've been doing this for a year and we're only at 40? Well, there's 52 weeks in a year, so I'd say that's pretty good. We did 40 out of 52 trying to be on schedule to release one episode every week. That's a win. That's a bright spot. Bright spot podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are you starting a different podcast? (laughs) All right. Today's episode is another special one. We have another client on to talk about their sort of journey with us and all the implications it's had and people that have been influenced along the way which has been an extensive list, I would say, right? Oh, for sure. Our guest today is Jen Krieger. Jen, toss a hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the 1% Better Podcast. First of all, do you listen to the podcast regularly? Yes. Oh, so now you are you being honest? Yes, I am. You get to see the internal workings now. I do, I do. This is exciting. This is like the office. Legit. Yes. So today we brought you on here because we just want to talk about like your journey, where you started. We want to talk about all the accomplishments, oh my God, words, accomplishments along the way. Um, We also want to talk about the different people you have impacted and that have been impacted by you. And as that's something that we feel is like super unique to your story and our story altogether, actually. Um, Yeah. So I guess let's start there. Tell us like, how long ago was it? How how many years have you been a member at CrossFit Function? I am going into my fifth year, um, which is awesome. And I've loved every year, every day going forward. And um, yeah, no, I started not the old, old gym, but the old gym. And it was... <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Well, I'll just making sure. <laughs> I did see the old, old gym. Um, but yeah, no, I started on a ladies... I don't even know what it was called at the time. Is it called like boot camp? Yeah, it was like a ladies only boot camp camp thing. Yeah, and it was a Tuesday morning and a Thursday evening. And I was pursued relentlessly by, I will give her a shout out, Joanne. (laughs) (laughs) And she got me through the doors, which was amazing. It was actually Nicole that was running it. And I remember coming out of that going, I thought I was in shape because I was a farm girl. Well, I was wrong. (laughs) But it was good. And then, yeah, I went into doing my foundations and never looked back. What did you enjoy about like that little kind of ladies boot camp session? You know what? It was actually... Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Did you enjoy it right off the hop? Or like, did you have to like, oh, I've committed. I now have to see this through kind of thing. No, that was about five or six okay. sessions in that I'm like, I'm committed. I remember sitting on the couch. I do. I remember the sitting on the couch and I remember looking at the clock going, okay, I got 20 minutes to get to town. And I looked at Corey and he's like, can you better get going? And I'm like, I can't, I'm done. I can't do it. And he's like, no, you need to go. And I got up and I went. So 
So we owe Corey. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, you know what? It's the variety. It's honestly the variety of everything. I'd never done a gym before. I was the, no, I'm not doing a gym. I, like I said, I come from the farm. I work out on the farm, but it's just the variety of everything. And then meeting people, of course, I mean, as everything, it was just, it was the, the meeting people and just how I felt coming out of it. It was that feeling that I did, I did that. Wow. I did that. So I think everybody can say that. I think your farm comment is interesting because like, obviously we hear that quite often around here with people coming in, you know, obviously farming community, um, that I don't need to go to the gym because I do all this real life work on the farm. I'm actually working with somebody right now who had said the exact same thing to me. And then you're faced with these movements that although you might do them and they look a little bit different out of the farm, they're actually really technical and challenging in a different type of way. But by getting ourselves better at this stuff, we'll make that farm life easier, right? 100%. Did you, did you think that going in like that, this would help you on the farm or did that, that just became a byproduct? That became a byproduct. I didn't think this was, I, like I said, I never stepped foot in the gym. I mean, I'll be honest. I'd never stepped foot in the gym. So thinking that I was going to take these movements, like real life fitness, right. And take these movements into what I'm doing day to day. Now it is, I mean, it's that when you hear that, last rep, dig deep. Like, and it's like, yeah, you know what? I've, I've got five minutes left to do, or, you know, like we got cattle and we got to get this calf in and I just got to pick this calf up and just get it, you know, into it wherever. Well, now I can do that. So, yeah. So what was your primary reason for joining? Like what, what problem were you trying to solve? Like what brought you here? Yeah. Joanne kind of got you involved, but like, what was the reason that you actually got started? I wanted to feel better. Um, stay at home mom and clothes weren't fitting. I mean, they fit, but they just, I wasn't comfortable, you know, and I wasn't big on motivating myself. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll try this kind of food or I'll try that kind of food. And, but I just, I never could stick to anything, you know, and, and like I said, yeah, I'm a stay at home mom. I got two small kids well, how do I get out of the house for an hour and not have my kids or, you know, it's, it, it was a, well, I, I guess, I mean, going off track, but it's a guilt thing too, right? It was, how do I get out of the house and I got these kids and what do I do with them? How do I, you know, just get away from that? For time for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when you look back on that, so it being a confidence issue, mm-hmm. uh, prioritizing your time issue, how did you solve those things over the years? I made it an hour to myself. I specifically remember when we were able to bring the kids in at the old gym and they would go upstairs and I would give them the iPad and I would look at them and I would say, this is my time. This is my hour. You do not get to bother me for one hour out of the whole day. Like you tell them that? I told them that many times because <laughs> I said, I made it. I need this. I, I mean, even now, like, and my kids go to school and even now, Corey will look at me, go to the gym you need. So, because that's a conversation I have with a lot of like potential clients when they're sitting here and they're in their no sweat intro with me is that 
Yeah. I don't have time. I have these kids, you know, stay at home moms or just moms in general, busy mom life. You're running your kids to all these activities and things like that. Yeah. What sorts of advice could you give to these people who are on the fence? Maybe that like want to be doing this, but aren't sure or don't know how to make it that important. Find a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Find a babysitter. Find even if you have to pick up a teenager and park them in the parking lot and open the back hatch of your car, the, right now it's summertime, the bay doors are open, you can see them. The, electronics, it's, you need to find that. It's, it's not even a question anymore as to do I, don't I, it's, you will feel better about yourself. You'll be able to run after your kids. You'll be able to play with your kids. You'll be able to have the energy that a, a stay-at-home mom with little kids says, I don't have the energy to do that with my kids. Oh my word. Like you'll, like you will have the energy, you know? And that's, I think a lot of moms, that's what they want. That's what they crave is just to have that little bit of energy. Even after the kids go to bed at night, What's the first thing you do? You plop down on the couch. I used to do that. You know, I used to be that. I'll plop down on the couch or oh, you look at that load of laundry and go, oh, I don't have the energy for that. You will have the energy for that. You will. It's just, it's not even a question. It, it will come. It will come. Will you say that it took time for you to get there? Like to like practice. Yeah, yeah. Like practice. Like it obviously yeah. didn't happen like right away for you to establish like, this is my time. Yeah. This is what I need to be a better person. How long did you give yourself to like settle into that? Oh, it was a good two years. Yeah, it was a good, I have a lot of guilt. I mean, it's, I did. It's even having the kids here. I mean, it was guilt or I would drop them off at, you know, grandma and grandpa's or, you know, I would leave for the hour and I mean, I'm out of town. So for me, it's a, it's two hours, you know, it's a 20 minute in and then usually, you know, you talk a little bit after the gym or whatever, and it's 20 minutes back up. So it's two hours I'm gone, but you know what? What's two hours? What's two hours out of a, you know, a 12 hour day or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, like for you to give your kids that on, even, even if you're not giving them Monday through Friday, if you're giving that on a Saturday or if you're giving it on a Sunday, let's go for a walk in the park, you know, rather than, oh, let's watch a movie in the middle of the afternoon, right? Like, and that's where you can do that. Let's go play baseball. Let's go, you know, throw, kick the soccer ball around. You, you will have the energy to be doing that. So do you think your kids notice a difference when you take the time to invest in yourself and do all of this stuff? Um, like how that impacts them and like seeing you with more energy and you in a better mood. Did you, did your kids notice that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was definitely, I, well, I wasn't, and I guess it goes again, not even the energy goes to the mental aspect of it as well. Mm -hmm. I myself would get wrapped up in the smallest, stupidest little things and muddle them over in my brain. Like all day I would spend and I'd be like, oh, you know, and it, it could have been something as a text message that was sent to me and I would muddle over it. And I, I didn't have that release to ever forget about that, mm -hmm. you know, whether it, like, as everybody says, a bad day, you know, you just did you, that release to be able, I'm not going to think about that for a whole hour and that's okay. And then you come out of it and go, well, yeah, that was kind of like, really? 
Like, was it worth it? Was it worth me being in a bad mood all day over really? I mean, and it, it could be something at the time big, but once you forget about it and then you rethink it or you rehash it and then go, yeah, there's a different way I could look about it. So kind of moving on that theme then, mm-hmm. if your original problems to solve were confidence and prioritizing your time, obviously you have those things down now. Yeah. Where does that kind of go from here? What kind of brings you or keeps you coming back? To the gym? Yeah. Basically, well, everything I just said, you know, just being able to, I mean, there's still, I've been here going on five years and there's still stuff that, I mean, I, I haven't done every workout and I'll come out, I've never done that before. Oh, I can do this, you know, or leveling up. I mean, even in this year's open, I mean, I surprised myself in a lot of movements over a, you know, a long span that I was able to do. I would never have been able to do that. I mean, I'm getting stronger mentally, physically, confidently, just everything is just going up and up and up and up and up. Right. And as that becomes addicting, it does. It does. Consistency is what Taryn coach T always says, (laughs) (laughs) but it does become addicting. It really does. Because you think about it, you're like, yeah, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to do a pull up one day. I want to be able to do a chest or, you know, or, or, you know, go on the rower or I just took the rowing club for the first time in four years. How many times have you offered it? You know, but I, I, still able to do stuff like that. Right. So yeah, it's always something new. That's cool. Cool. What's been your biggest like takeaway or lesson aside from consistency, obviously (laughs) that you've learned in the last five years? Um, biggest lesson. Yeah. Or takeaway or like the one thing that stands out that the gym has given you friends. I I'll, I'll, I mean, uh, of course you feel better, but it is, I, there's, the people here are just amazing. Like you really, it is like, I mean, even last night, you know, it was like, you, I chose to go heavier on a workout and, you know, I knew I was going to not finish with everybody else, but you know, everybody's just there. It's, it's friends. Like I've made so many good friends along the way and yeah, you, it's, and they're true friends, you know, like they're, they're really, they're, you know, you can count on them. You know, it's, everybody's here for, they want to better themselves. Mm -hmm. They all have, they want to be here for their own reasons, but then we also have that shared experience with everyone else beside us. And I think that's sort of what like bonds us in the moment, but then that bond kind of carries outside of the gym when people are sitting here in my NSIs. And that's like the one thing I don't really talk about because that's not something that's going to necessarily convince people to join the gym. That's not what they go searching for, but the odd time I'll get that gem, that, that rough diamond in the, or the diamond in the rough that comes through and they're like, I just need a social network. Yeah. And I said right here, like, yeah. this is, I'm going to tell you all the things that I would not normally tell another individual yeah. because this is what this place can do for you. And you just have to give it that chance. Right. And even the people that are, I think are the quietest that don't step outside their comfort zone to go and create those networks for themselves, they get pulled in regardless because that's just the nature of our community, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I protect that culture very viciously now because it has such an impact on people. Oh, it does. It really does. And I mean, you talk to the person in the box next to you and you take five minutes, you know, 
hopefully before the coach starts talking a little, but you know, anyway, <laughs> um, but you know, how are you doing? You know, and if you remember the little things and you say, oh, you know, like I was talking to a lady, how was your move? How's your new apartment? How is things going? You know, and you just develop a little bond, you know, and you can walk down the street and I'll go, hey, how you do it? You know, or you can come back here and you can, yeah, well, like, oh, this week was a little rougher, you know, like so-and-so or what, but it is, it's, it is, it's. A lot of people say it's like the first time in their day that they feel seen yeah. when they come mm -hmm. in here. Is that, you know, some of the times your family doesn't even celebrate some of this stuff with you or acknowledge it and they don't get that type of um, commend at work, you know, their employees or their coworkers don't give them the type of appreciation or even see them for that matter of fact. And then they come to the most random place, which is a gym yeah. and they walk through the doors and the first person to greet them is a 15 year old admin who says, Hey, how's your day? What's going on? Absolutely. Like, you know, so as soon as you step in the door, you're seen. And I think a lot of people just like appreciate that and that becomes pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, can we circle back to your comment about going heavier on a workout last night and maybe why you went heavier on a workout? Because <laughs> somebody in the back corner maybe had some weights that she was lifting that you could do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was already set in the car. Um, yeah. Prior to us. Uh, yeah. I. Um, so well, tell us what happened. Yeah. Okay. I, we were sitting in the car and. Who's we? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna, my 11 year old who has been coming to the gym with me prior to COVID they she would come and she would sit upstairs and I gotta I, I gotta first off start off with when she first came in you Taryn were still working out you had retired but you were still working out I gotta say that I still work out yeah well no you do you do context of that conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that one out <laughs> edit <laughs> no you do but you know, and she, she looked at me and said, Mom, I want to be like Taryn one day. And, you know, I said, you know what? At four, like, or she was four or five when she said this. And, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, great. You know what? You want that to happen? Not now, but, you know, it will, right? And um, so she got into the teens program, mm -hmm. and now she's just, she's flying, you know, doing some PTs with Whitney, and she's flying. So we're sitting, and we're, and it's funny, because we'll go home either after teens class or after whatever, and she's like, well, you know, I beat you doing that. I'm like, <laughs> good. Like, <laughs> better. Like, I'll give you somebody else you can go up against if you really want. But so we're looking at it, and she's like, well, Mom, you know, that's a renegade row. You can do, like, 30 pounds, you know, on the dumbbells. And I'm like no and she goes no you were doing 30 pounds is what she basically said to me so oh, that's funny I didn't know that oh she yeah she she nothing less you know and I thought to myself I'm like okay this is a moment where you know as a parent you're always pushing your child to do better you're always pushing your child to try new things I didn't have an excuse as to why I couldn't grab those 30 pound dumbbells so she had uh, whatever you two were Yeah, like we were doing dumbbell bench press and we started with 15s just to try what, like to try. It was a new movement for her. And I was like, okay, hey, that's way too late. So I sent her to go with the 20s. So she hauls them over and here we go. I was like, like, is that tough? She's like, well, no, not really. So <laughs> go get the 25. So she hauls them over. So here we go again. I was like, that doesn't look tough enough. And she's like, nah. and I was like, go get the 30. So she <laughs> drags them back over. Like, and one in each hand, like that's a lot of weight for her. 
And sure enough, like, I was like, I don't even think she's going to get these, like, to lay down and then get them up. No, she didn't even need my help to get them up. And I said to her, I said, I don't know if I could do this right now. And here she is just like repping these out. Like she did 10 of them and just like nobody's business. And not one complaint this morning that her shoulders or anything was sore. Nothing was sore. I'm pretty sure I told her, I was like, I want arms like you when I grow up. Like (laughs) she's got some awesome arms, like, and just some strength. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So when... Like, how did that evolve? Like, do you think it was just the fact that she was always with, with you at the gym when you were coming um, and then was just able to get in herself? Like, did that just evolve? Did you encourage her to do it? Was it always her choice to do it? Yeah, it's, she's always wanted to come. Like, she's always been, I mean, they've spent, you know, now many a time in the parking lot watching, you know, as much as I can. And mm-hmm. She's always, she's always wanted to come to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, she's always wanting to watch and wanting to see what other people, other people are doing. And, um, I've really left it in her court because I, with everything, you know, try it. If, you know, at least you gotta, like, if we're going to sign up for something, you gotta follow through for the year, but I've never, but this has always been something I've, I've. I've, I've always wanted mm-hmm. to, this to happen. I mean, I've always in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Keep going with this, you know? Mm-hmm. And now with that, she's doing the teen class mm-hmm. and now she's doing some PT, you know, she's feeling amazing about what she's accomplishing, Yeah, you know? And like, it's funny because you'll give her shout outs to the class and, you know, she kind of does <laughs> that, you know, but you know, yeah. I go to the car and I'll be like, how'd that go? Oh, you know? So <laughs> it, it's, it's good. It's yeah. And I, and there's always, you know, when we sign, when, cause I leave it up to her, I'm like, do you want to do another month, another PT month, you know? And yeah. Yeah. I do mom. I'm like, okay, well pick your movements. What do you want to move? Like, what do you want to learn? And then it'll grow from there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to force, I don't want to push, but I just want her to gradually yeah and I think I've always appreciated that about you and your approach with her and I think it puts that like onus on her like this is her thing and this is what she wants to do versus this is what my parent is telling me to do or I need to do this or I need to be good at this but like no she'll sit down and she's like okay I want to focus on this and this and it's like okay cool like let's go yeah so I think that's really cool that she um gets to take that into her own hands. Oh, for sure. For yeah, sure. Because, I, I mean, at the end of the day, she's got to feel good about what she's doing, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's got to enjoy mm-hmm. what she's doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. And why is that, like, this shared thing, CrossFit, like, why is that important to you and her? Because you guys get to share that together. Oh, because it's just, I mean, what other real mother-daughter thing can you do where you can pick up a barbell? And I mean, during the rowing club, like watching her doing, (laughs) even like, you know, when I'm, whatever she, whatever movement she was doing, even you were standing beside me, Taryn, and just like she was doing it. And I'm just going. I think she was deadlifting. Yeah. yeah, I just just looked at her. I was like, holy, you better pick up your game. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah, and it's not, and even you as a coach, you know, you're not forcing anything upon her that you know, and I have full trust in your, the coaches here, you know, she's never in any harm, never, like she is able to do, and 
just her feeling afterwards. And, you know, it, it just, it rolls over so much into life. Like the confidence that I know she has going to school. I mean, she does Taekwondo as well, yes. going, walking into Taekwondo, just the confidence that she carries that her head is always high. Oh yeah. You know, which is so important for an 11 year old female nowadays. Absolutely. Especially with society. And it might be a little bit biased, but I don't think there's anything as powerful as something like this for a teenage female. Not even close. I wish I, this was around. That's what I said too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, if I could shout out to every mom out there and say, get your daughter in this gym like really seriously I mean not even your daughter even your son you know like a a child the confidence that they have moving forward and you know they don't have to be the fastest they don't have to be the smallest or the tallest there's no well this is I this is a, a spiel I've given moms before you know it's like there is never there's there okay how do I put this I guess politically correct there's never a you know, like a perfect size. There's never a perfect image. There's never a perfect, there's no uniform. There's no costume. You know, there's no nothing that goes in the fact that they come here and they move. Mm-hmm. And you know what? At the end of all of this 45 minutes, they can say, yeah, I did that. You know, I was able to, I was able to, you know, like run or, you know, they'll do sprints. I've, I've watched some of these kids and I'm like, like yeah you I gotta step up my game because you know these kids are doing amazing like they really are and I think one of the other things too and this maybe circles back to the beginning of our conversation and this is just me observing the kids program from the outside you have these eight kids in here right now and even before when it was 15 that like take for example when you had 15 and we would line them up at the end of the class yep. outside and now you guys need to work together. We're going to do our cool down run. You're going to run together in one straight line and everybody's going to stick together. And then they're all high-fiving each other. Yeah. I mean, some of these kids go to school together, but they may never talk to each other, or high-five in a gym class, you know, and here they're actively seeking each other out and giving each other that encouragement yeah. in a place that's completely different than what they're normal what they're used to, you know? So same thing. These kids are accomplishing things that they didn't think they could. So they build their confidence that way, but now they're being seen by these other kids and they have somebody celebrating their every step of the way along with each other. Also, you know, that's powerful to a kid. They may not realize it in the moment. And that's something that grows over time for sure. And I think because they get to be equals, right? It's different than like competitive sports where it's like, you're the fastest, all hail the fastest person, but like, they're equals. And I think, and one of my favorite things is when the kids can watch the adults and see that happening in an adult setting where the adults are all equals and it's, it's the same thing in their class. And I think that's yeah. super important. Well, a prime example is that when Cam was doing his workout, yeah. you know, and you seen those kids oh, for sure. cheering him on, you know, and McKenna and I had a discussion about like the, like the discussions, and I guess kind of, you know, another different path in the discussions that her and I are able to have after the gym, you know, like we try and we try and, you know, work PT around like my class or I'll do my class after, <clears throat> excuse me, after she's done teens or whatever. So the discussions that come about from that, you know, I've said to her, 
you know, I said, you know, Cam's a, like, he's a police officer, right? And, you know, he's, he, like, if you're ever in trouble, he's the guy you're going to call. And, you know, the fact that you got to cheer him on, you know, and a lot of and, times. And see him struggle and, yes. and the, the nature of that workout. And I guess just for our listeners, let's give them some context. That was, Cam was doing his open workout. I believe yeah. he was catching up on one he had missed. And it was the burpee box jump and dumbbell snatch one, one that was super gnarly, gross, yep. took mm-hmm. a long time. Kids finished their workout. They all went over to him, made a little half circle around him, and they're yelling and shouting, go Cam, go Cam. And I mean, half these kids don't even no. know who he yeah. is. Yeah. And so, yeah, to give them the context that this guy's a police officer, this is who's here to help you. And in this yeah. moment, you get to see the other side of him you know, struggling, being a human being in that moment, you know, where they may put him on a different pedestal when he's in uniform, that they're now equal to this guy who's trying to slug through this workout that they actually had just Just done. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, I just stood back and watched that too. Then I had to get into it, but (laughs) I stood back and just kind of took that moment in also because to see eight kids cool around willingly Yep. and shouting at somebody they don't know like mm-hmm. that's cool I don't know where else you could find something like that well you and can't. even during the workout I think Sam was beside Cam and every now and then I'd hear Sam go go Cam keep going and like mid-workout and I was like oh my god like what is happening like yeah. I don't teach this yeah yeah it's figured out oh yeah well and it is I mean they <clears throat> they see that from the adults mm-hmm. you know it's they're they're so impressionable they're yeah. so yeah. And I mean, what better impression to leave in on them is, you know, like you never leave somebody down, you know, you always, you're lifting constantly, you know, and you feel good about lifting. You're never forced to, like you mm-hmm. said, you never forced, you never taught them to do that. No. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think that can like segue into Cause you're good at this. Cause you always send me a message. I was talking to so-and-so and their kid really needs this, or she really needs this. What makes you so compelled to tell people about our gym, our community, what we do here and like to tell them why they need to be here. Is that adults or is that kids? Both. Cause, cause you've done, <laughs> you've done both. You've had an impact on both. Both. Um, Okay. I guess oh, kids, I mean, I, like, I, I'll be honest. Like it's, it is, I mean, we've, you know, we've touched on it a couple different times, but it's you're 11 years old. Even I have a nine-year-old now. It is With the awesomest mullet. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah. You should see, you got to see him right now. It's, he needs a haircut badly, but anyway, um, he, um, or it, society right now demands so much out of these kids. And we live in a tech world, you know, we live, kids live on their phones, kids live, like, it's just, it's a tech world, right? I try to keep my kids away from that right now, because there's so much more to accomplish growing wise, finding out who you are. Okay, well, you know, focus on McKenna, you're a girl, it's it's not going to get easier from here on out. It's, I mean, she goes to Springside. It's a small school. High school is going to be, it's, it, you know, like it, it's high school. Like, and if you don't have the perfect genes or you don't have the perfect this, or you don't have the perfect that, you know, somebody's is somebody to make fun of you is somebody. And that in the back of my mind, it, it's always a worry on me. So if I can instill in her right now, 
again, confidence. You don't need that to feel good about who you are. And I guess I talk to moms and, you know, I'm like, I bring in three kids, mm-hmm. four, on, four yeah, yeah, you know, to the teens class because they need to be here. I, they need, they need to feel good about everything, just who they are, you know, that you don't have to have the best of the best to be just a, a, like a, a beautiful human being from inside out. And this gym gives them that, you know, it, it gives them, I, I can't even say the word confidence enough. I just, you know, and especially girls, like they're just, it's like you said, it's, it's going to get harder. And I mean, even after high school, yeah. you know, life is full of twists and turns and ups and downs. I mean, this is a first, this is a year that we know about that, right? Well, you gotta be able to roll with the punches. And even for these kids, school right now, wear a mask for eight hours. It sucks. You know, they come here, they got to put the mask on, but it's a different way of wearing a mask, you know, get all that energy out release it all, you know, and in, in the winter time, if it's cold outside, they don't even get to go outside, you know, they have to stagger breaks going in the gym, you know, and that's, and that's just the way that it goes. But I mean, endorphins make people happy. Well, who doesn't want to be happy? Go release some endorphins, become a happy person. And then I go home and McKenna's doing, you know, handstand pushups against the wall, you know, and she's just, it doesn't stop, you know, it's just happy, happy, happy. So And then adults, like, again, who doesn't want to be happy? Who doesn't want to feel good about who they are? Who doesn't want to feel good about, a friend of mine, it was her first time doing the open this year, you know, and the text messages she was sending me, she's like, oh, this is awesome. I feel so good about just, I can't move, but I feel good, you know, like she was just, she was so pumped about everything. And I've, her and I have been friends for four or five years, you know, and it was, it came up through a conversation and I said, you know what, give it a try. You got to step through. What makes you recognize it in someone when you're talking to them? Like, what is it that piece of that conversation or what might somebody say to you that makes it click for you to, to say exactly that? Like, this is where you need to be. What is CrossFit? (laughs) (laughs) No, is it like, you know, I pass by and I see CrossFit or CFF, you know, function, or I see it on Facebook. What is it? And, you know, I'll say, I'm honest, I'll be honest with you. I said, it's a gym without windows or not windows, sorry, mirrors. It's a gym without mirrors. I said, everybody has the same gross look on their face. Everybody's (laughs) sweating. Everybody is either lying on the floor or whatever, but you don't have to look at yourself. You know, you look at somebody else, but no, it's, well, I, I, or else somebody will say to me, well, you know, I kind of want to, I've been running, but I'm not consistent with it. Well, come here and somebody will hold you accountable for being consistent. You know, just come and get out of your comfort zone a little bit. So I'm just, I'm just still laughing at your first comment. I feel like I need to revamp my marketing and talk about how you can just look at other people looking equally as gross as you. You've had such good success with referrals. You don't look, you don't see it on yourself. You're looking at somebody else. 
Um, no, and then even, I guess, going back to the beginning of the conversation, you know, I, you know, another friend, farmer, well, yeah, at the end of the day, when it's been a long day, you still got to have the energy to make supper and you don't want to put craft dinner and hot dogs on the table. You want to make something good. You want to feel good afterwards. You know, you still, there's still life. You still have to be able to continue with life. Well, come and get the energy to do that, you know, come and try it. So what's been your favorite memory that's come up over the last five years? I would have to say three years ago and going back to the open, there was a handstand push-up that was in one of the workouts. And I remember freaking out about it and just being completely paranoid that I, because I'd never done a push-up, a handstand push-up before, never, ever, ever. And you texted everybody and you said, okay, you know what? Everybody's freaking out about this. Come in for, it was, I think you took a Sunday afternoon. You said, come calm down. I will go through a little bit of this with you. And, and I remember doing that workout and I think, did I get eight or nine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it was, it, I mean, they were one at a time, but you know what? I, that is a memory that definitely why does that one stick out the most? Because that's a hard, you're upside down and you're going up and like, it, it's, that's not something on all, and I'm going to age myself here. That's not something a 40 year old ever would think they could do ever without never doing a gym or being on a fitness program or accomplishing anything like that. I, that's not something that I would have I'm in better shape now at 41 than I was at 25. I mean, at 25, I smoked. I was living life to the fullest, you know, and I feel great now. Arguably, are you now living life to the fullest? Oh, I'm living life better, <laughs> better. At 25, you're right. I'll correct that one at 25. At that time, you know, in my life, that's like I thought was the fullest. But now I feel, yeah, I feel amazing. So the reason I asked about the handstand push-up is because not a couple episodes ago, I sat down with Michelle and mm -hmm. asked her what her favorite memory was. And it was actually just recently where she had got upside down mm -hmm. and it was just the fact of getting upside down. I'm not sure that she got a push-up, doesn't matter. Yeah. She was upside down for the first time. That was a very pivotal moment for her too. Yeah. So do you think it's just one of those things that like it's a major confidence booster you know, way more so than like maybe doing a heavy deadlift or something like that. Like just, it's not something that you actively picture yourself walking in here doing like it just, there's no context of it. Oh, absolutely. It's one of those caught you by surprise things. Absolutely. For me, um, just because of my lifestyle, like a heavy deadlift, like, I mean, this morning we, we feed chopped our cows every morning. You know, I picked up four chopped gills and took them to the heifers, you know? So for me, like a heavy deadlift, it's a daily occurrence. It is, yeah. right? Whereas, yeah, like, I mean, you know, I, I well, it's, I, that's, yeah, like you said, that's not something that I would have ever done. I mean, I was a fat kid growing up, like I was a quirky little child. Even a, <laughs> even a cartwheel for me was never achievable, right? You know, because I, rem I remember, I think, a comment or whatever it's, that was said, well, you know, you can't ever do a cartwheel, you're you're too big. You're too heavy, you know? So it's like, yeah, for me to be able to do that, it's like, awesome. yeah, I can do that now. That's yeah. 
Well, even just as an adult, like we lose that no fear thing that kids have. So as an adult to do something like going upside down is scary. Like we're super hesitant to try new things and yeah, to step outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I think that is one of those things that we can provide here. So that is really cool. I love teaching how to push up day specifically for that reason. Yeah. Because you'll get that one rare person that hasn't tried it before and just out of the blue, they decide to kick up. Mm-hmm. They might not even tell you that it's yeah. the first time that they're doing it. All of a sudden, it's just everybody's hooting and hollering because this person got upside down for the very first time. Oh, absolutely. And again, going back to the, like those shared experiences, yeah. six out of those other eight people have also been upside down for their very first time. So they know how powerful that particular moment at that given time is for that person. Yeah. You know? So again, like more people celebrating something that is really big for you. It might be something small to like your family or, you know, you may not even go home and talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then that's a a lot of things too. And and for the longest time I would leave here and I would leave what I did here, here. Right. I mean, I'd share it the odd time here and there, but now, you know, I get home and I can now bounce this off my daughter, you know? So it's, it's really cool now. And like you're saying, you know, what do you share with McKenna? Well, now I'm sharing this kind of stuff with her, you know, like her and I can be talking about that kind of stuff. So, yeah. What goals do you have now? Um, what's next on the list? Yeah. Well, because you crushed the open this year. That was big for you. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was, I was pretty Like I think you surprised yourself oh, in a time. lot of things. So I feel like that has now opened the floodgates to like, what are we achieving next? Yeah. See, this no is pressure. why I, mean, I listen to your <laughs> podcast. You guys put everybody on the spot. Um, <laughs> no, actually I said, I, I did say that next year for the open, um, I'm going to do at least two out of three workouts intended, you know, how as they're written. Yeah. yeah. As they're written, I'm going to give it my all. You know, just because of that, yeah, that's what sits in the back of my mind. Um, when I turned 40, I did do a 10K trail run. Yes, and that was a huge, huge accomplishment for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, my kids were there and my husband was there. That was just something I never would have thought. Um, I'm on the waiting list for two right now. Cool. Yeah, 225K. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I want to do it. Thanks for not asking me to do it. Hey, you know what? I, I, I kind of, I, I think that bridge is there, that ship has sailed. <laughs> I signed up for the one with you. You did. You did. Thanks and then that. when I said, do you want to cancel? They're like, yes! <laughs> you are, you canceled yours before I did. Let's just say I that. I did. Yeah. It was going into a weird part, but yeah. um, yeah, no, that, I think, yeah, that's just something I felt really good about that one. So I think that's something that I, I can do. Do you think it's because you like, since you never would have done this before, is it this, I can do hard things mentality that you've gotten from being here? Yes. Yeah. And don't quit. Yeah. Don't quit. Because really, where are you going to be if you quit? You know, what is the alternative. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's, and, and it goes back to, we're all here. We're all doing the same thing. And irregardless, whether you've got a different weight than I do. And, you know, you, you guys have said it, how many times everybody starts somewhere. Right. And I remember 
I remember walking through those doors and going, oh, there's no way I'll ever. And I mean, I still look at stuff and go, no, 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 no. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can, even at that date. Right. Like I, I'm going to do what, I, and I, I'll feel accomplished at that date mm-hmm. and a different day might be, I might feel different. So. so I think that's kind of a good notion where we can end on. That's a good piece to offer advice to like our current members who might be struggling with some things is just don't quit. Right. Like yeah. you can do hard things. Yeah. What is the alternative? Um, I say that often too. I agree. What on the contrary, if someone walked in the front doors and was like, I'm not so sure this is for me. What would you tell somebody on the fence? Why not? <laughs> what, what all, I'm going to try that marketing tactic yeah, too. Yeah. Why not? Well, really, what, why wouldn't this be for you? Like, I, I mean, even last night we were doing a sumo deadlift high pull. We were trying to figure out how does that, that's a 65 pound zipper pull. Like we got that into real life somewhere. We figured out that was real life, but why not? Why wouldn't this be for you? And, and this, if you want to go and you want to go and do stuff on your own, that's great. If you've got the, what's the word I'm looking for? You've got the ability or the The motivation, the motivation. Thank you. The motivation to do it on your own. That's awesome. I don't, I really don't. And I mean, I, and I'll, I've talked to a lot of different people and they're, they've said the same things to me. They're like, well, come on for me to, you know, even our running club, there's runs that we have to do on our own. Would I run better if somebody was beside me? Absolutely. But you know, it's, it's, you still have to do it. Right. But if you want to walk through those doors and go, well, I don't think this is for me. Well, why, what, what are you going to do? Like, where, where would you find a better community of people that, only wants to see you succeed that only wants to lift you up give you a high five give you a fist bump you know ask you about your day and really care about your day like look at you and say how was your day you know like how was work what happened here you know like the here's a prime example the one of the bad snowstorms and unfortunately chad is not coaching anymore, but anyway, he texted me when I got home mm-hmm. to make sure that I made it home. I mean, that was a coach that was here that made sure I made it home, you know, and throughout the winter, there was lots of people, cars didn't start, coaches were going to pick them up. Where else would you find a community that would do that for you? So why not? Warm and fuzzies in here. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, there's my, why not? There's my three minutes of why not? That was awesome. I think that's a great note to sort of wrap everything up. Your journey has been long, like five years. Mm -hmm. No, that's our average membership right now. That is fantastic that you're a leading part of that. Um, I think it's so great how McKenna is wrapped up in this, you know, very, powerful to set her up for success as she grows and then just your influence that you have on people crossing paths that you cross paths with you know the way that you feel compelled to tell them that they need to be here that in a casual conversation they might be saying things that they're struggling with and how this can benefit them that is that's awesome and we truly appreciate that you know you do spread the word in the way that you do but you you have such intention behind it you know you mean every word that you say you've 
experienced most of those things yourself and now can rub that off on someone else. That's, that's awesome. We thank you for that. Thanks for sitting down and sharing your story with us today. Thank you. As always, if our listeners have any questions, feel free to send us a message on any of our socials. Jen's happy to uh, elaborate on any part of that conversation or you can catch her in a 4.30 class. Yeah, cool. yeah, first. All right, you're our episode number 40. Chatting with Jen. <laughs>